0: Welcome to the philosophy of fighting podcast with your hosts, Arturo and Anu. All right, we're back for another episode. We left off this last one talking about dream matchups. So that's what we're going to kind of cover today. I know I have a larger list that I tried to limit down because there was so many matches when I started thinking about it that I really want to see. How big is your list?
1: Uh, right now I have six, but I mean, I could okay. put a hundred more. I think one of the okay. best parts about fighting is uh, the hypotheticals of fighting. And you don't even know, it's like almost more fun sometimes, to like talk about it. And I feel like you do that as a kid, you know, like my dad could beat up your dad. <laughs> like you have mm-hmm. no idea what's going on but like <laughs> who could win and how. And so yeah, I'm really excited today just to talk about uh, just dream matchups, like potential fights and like trying to break it down and see how they would go.
0: How do you want to do this? Do you want to just kind of go like tit for tat and then talk about each? Yeah, like and I- do you want to do it like that?
1: Yeah, let's do it like that. Let's have, do you want to start first?
0: Give us a dream fight that you had? Sure, sure, I'm going to start. Current landscape, a match that will probably never happen but could if people really wanted it to happen sure clarissa shields versus jake paul
1: really that is an exciting (laughs) intergender equality match all right i don't know so much about clarissa shields like besides
0: that she's a great boxer tell me how great she is she is the greatest she's so far ahead of everyone else think of it like think of it like amanda There's, there's no one but no what one is, she? is she like a
1: gold medalist? Is she just like a
0: champion? I don't know if she's a gold medalist, but yeah, she's a champion in multiple weight categories. She hasn't lost. She's just unbeatable. If you see her fight, she's in the Matrix.
1: Really? And so yeah. she's fast and powerful. Yes.
0: And she's getting into MMA now. Okay.
1: It says right here, she's 26, 5'10", 165. Right. So she's strong. Jake yeah. Paul is still bigger. That oh, is of ex- course. That is an exciting match. How do you see that going? Why, did you, why is this one of your dream matchups?
0: Because, it's <laughs> because you want to see Jake Paul get beaten. You want to see him versus a real boxer. And for Clarissa, she doesn't really have much in the women's division to give her much money, much notoriety. Jake Paul's your shot. That's your guy you can beat up, make money. Your name will be a lot more household, right? Like who who would it <laughs> who would it be rooting for Clarissa Shields at this point? She might become one of
1: not the fighting world's biggest stars, but just one of the world's biggest stars, kind of like how Ram the Rousey like took over and started doing mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. Clarissa Shields beats a guy like Jake Paul that just gives so much more legitimacy to the combat sport and how technical and hard it is, and for yeah, that would just be amazing. How do you see it going? Would she dominate him, or yes,
0: I think she wins. Yes,
1: but if he clocks her like in the power, how do you compare the power between them?
0: Okay, so yeah, Jake Paul probably has more power, but I don't think it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I think Clarissa is way too, way too savvy in the ring to be at risk of that power.
1: Wow, do you think she's ever gotten hit as hard as she may from like Jake Paul? Hmm, I don't know,
0: that's hard to say.
1: That's ex- that's an exciting match. I would love to see her mop the floor, with them. there's no way.
0: I don't think state athletic commissions will approve it and stuff, but if we're just talking about like circus matches, dream fights, I'm like, that's the one that makes sense for Clarissa Shields, poor girl can't really make a dollar. Not, the, not what she really deserves, at least. Yeah, and Jake Paul's out here. You want a real boxer? I think Clarissa would die for that opportunity.
1: That would be so great for her. She could get so much, like, good clout and then just, mm-hmm. like, hyping up the sport even more. But in a way that's, like, a professional way. Like,
0: here, let me show you how a professional does it and beat the shit out of him. Right. Now, here's the thing. People might be like, well, what's in it for Jake? Because if he wins, he'd be like, oh, he beat a girl he loses like a ha ha you lost to a girl right but i don't think it's like that i think if he beats her then he becomes even more of the villain and he's gonna sell even more for his next fight right
1: (laughs) yes i like the way you're looking at it but (laughs) i still do think in like the Playing it out like a war game, there are more negatives for Jake than positives. Like that, that's the only positive if that happens. But the negative is if he loses, no one would respect him. And look, in other sports, men and women can't really compete. Like Mm -hmm. Serena Williams lost to like a guy that was ranked 200th and was like smoking cigarettes in between the match. And there's like levels to this, like the same thing with soccer. Mm -hmm. Like they were saying, like any college soccer team could beat like the female US Olympic team. Damn. But I don't know if that exists in fighting.
0: I don't know, that's so hard to say. Like who who really knows the whole playing field well enough to make that conclusive statement. You know what I mean? That's why I think you yeah. have it.
1: That's it. Yeah, I love it. I will hundred percent tune into that fight and root so hard for Clarissa Shields. Like that would be
0: <laughs> Yeah, I think the world would. I, I yeah, that that was one of those things I was thinking about. I'm like, yeah, I think it'd be a lot of fun. I don't know.
1: All right, cool. That that was a great first one. I'm all about that first one. I'm definitely buying that fight.
0: So uh yeah, hit me up with your first. Let's see.
1: All right. You kind of went circusy. I don't I kinda of went serious and circus sur- I went both. Okay, my sir. I'll I'll just do, do my serious one first. Sure. Uh Khabib Usman, Ooh, of course. Yeah. Right. To me, Khabib wanted to retire as one of the greatest ever. He always had this mentality of legacy. And that's like one of the things I loved about Khabib and other fighters, you know, like they project themselves in the future. Like the way Tom Brady does. He's like, I want to keep winning because somebody's going to come later and try to mm-hmm. like dethrone me. So I need to just keep winning nonstop. And the thing is, Khabib had an issue, like his father died and that changed everything. But in interviews with his father, his father's had a plan. And the plan was to win the lightweight championship, defeat pretty much everybody, then fight George St. Pierre. And then the thing that people forget about it was then fight the welterweight champion. And if he beats the welterweight champion, then retire. And then he's by far the greatest ever. And so I think for Khabib's legacy, he needs to beat somebody like Usaman to be the greatest ever. Obviously, he's already a legend. And similarly, Usaman is a beast and developing his own legacy right now. Like that's second mm-hmm. to only George St. Pierre Matthews. Mm-hmm. And so seeing Khabib versus Usaman, it's just a win-win for both. No matter who loses, it doesn't matter really because they lost to an all-time great. Mm-hmm. And so... I don't know. That's my like dream, dream fight. If I owned Endeavor and the UFC and like I needed to make this happen, this is what I would tell Khabib. To me, that's the greatest 30 and oh. Like your 30th win, you want to retire on top? Yeah. Beat the welterweight champion.
0: Yeah. Who wouldn't love that match? You're looking at two of the greatest guys in close weight. I, I would make the and- argument Usman's better than GSP at this point.
1: Yeah, right. He's younger, stronger, like he's competing against more well-rounded athletes.
0: He's competing Um, against a higher playing field than GSP mm -hmm. did, you know, now too. So, I mean, even GSP is quick to admit like, oh, the guys today are better than the guys 10 years ago. Of course, like that's just how sports move. Seeing Khabib and Usman who were extremely dominant at their weights uh, fight each other would be, yeah, spectacular.
1: And both are incredibly technical. And incredibly disciplined like it to me it's like true martial arts and like yes they're both great wrestlers both strikers it's not like the connor w the wwe kind of aura
0: it's like mm-hmm. it is yeah like, that, that, that's my uh, one con of the fight is i think uh the trash talking would be not good no there'd be no no non-existent it'd just be yeah
1: great, it'd be who's the yeah. greatest ever they would just put it all in the yeah in the octagon and I think that would be that's my dream 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 fight because I do want to okay. see Khabib retire the greatest but right oh, now dude. I
2: can't say he's
1: greater than John Jones and okay. so I feel like this is needed by Khabib too so as a Khabib fan I want to see this and I respect Usman so much that I feel like if Khabib does beat Usman, that's amazing oh and one thing Justin Gagey has fought khabib right got dominated by khabib but justin yes. gagey also trains with Usuman. yes and in in one of the uh you know the ufc previews for the fights yeah like, was talking about how his nose was broken before he fought jorge last time and right. Gaethje was like yo who broke your nose who broke your nose <laughs> Gaethje <laughs> was the one that broke Usman's nose and i That's love funny. that he was like proud of it yeah and Gaethje said I have a hard time believing anybody under 185 can beat Khabib. And the fact that Gagey said that as Usaman's partner, and like, I feel like it would be a great fight.
0: Like, I just want to see that fight more than anything. Uh, I'm in the same boat. That's an awesome fight. Not one I think will ever happen, but yes, that's a dream.
1: I think there's a still, like, there's, like, a 5% chance. Someone even brought it up once. He's like, look, oh, it's probably not going to happen, but that would have been great. They had, like, the same manager. But they're both young. Anything could happened in two years where, like...
0: Yeah, I think it's just on Khabib's end, really. I just don't see Khabib coming out of retirement. I think he's, like, like, there's nothing for him to prove.
1: I, no, there isn't. But yeah, I'm just thinking youth has a chance. Like, he's still young yes, enough. Yes, it's where- not... Like St. Pierre's 40, it's taken away from the aura, you know?
0: Right, yeah.
1: But Khabib at 36, whatever. That's still like Khabib, you know? Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's in two years from now.
0: All right, all right, fair. All right, I'm just going to keep rolling with it. Are you ready for another one? Yeah. All right, so this one is kind of a throwback. This one can never happen. But I would love if the prime of these two guys fought. And I think it would just be, this was not, this is not one of those like clean martial artist fights. This is just like best brawl ever. Okay. Okay. Kimbo Slice versus Tank Abbott. Yes. That is, that is a great fight. Yeah. That's just like backyard brawling. Who is going to decimate the other with their fist? I love it.
1: Who do you think wins? Who do you think pulls it off?
0: Oh, gosh. I, I think Kimbo. Why I, do you think Kimbo? I don't I don't know. Because Kimbo, like, took shots. I mean, so did Tank. Oh, man. Yeah, and I don't know. I we're assuming
1: they're both like... in their prime, correct? They're both
0: yes, in their they're prime. they're both in their prime. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can see it going either way. I'm just going to lean towards Kimbo. Just because he was in, like, better shape, kind of.
1: See, I lean towards Tank Abbott.
0: Okay. Because he did fight
1: in the UFC and he did train with some legit martial artists before Kimbo did.
0: Yes. I think Kimbo saw more though, technically. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that that's like that great- one edge. Yeah. Like I just think that's just such a yeah, backyard brawl that everyone would be like, Oh man, I'll watch that for sure. It's the
1: that's the greatest YouTube backyard brawl fight ever that gets 40
0: million views
1: on youtube (laughs) in the prime we're all watching that in high school huddled around our friend's computer yeah that's an incredible fight both even both monsters both look intimidating as fuck with their like goatees and beers.
2: like
1: intimidating that's okay great one i love that one
0: all right yeah it's a fun one uh what's your next
1: Okay, I'm going to go a little political. Okay. And so one of my favorite scenes in any movie ever is in the beginning of Troy, where you have, like, the two armies go at each other. Mm
2: -hmm. And, you know, you have,
1: like, Achilles that has to fight this huge monster, like, of a man. Because instead of having both armies fight, they just have the strongest in each army fight.
2: Mm-hmm. To see
1: who's the champion. And I love when the kid goes to Achilles. I wouldn't fight that guy. That man's kind of scary. And Achilles goes, that's why no one will remember your name. Like, mm-hmm. that's one of the greatest quotes. So, in modern era, like, I'm tired of all these politicians talking shit to each other and never doing anything. And it's always right. the armies that are fighting. Mm-hmm. So, I would love to see Obama fight Putin. <laughs> <laughs> but... Obama Um, would obviously need some training, but Obama played basketball. He was an athlete. Like, he could move. He's got, like, and there's no way you'd become president without (laughs) having confidence. And Putin is a Sambo. Like, he's trained Sambo. He was in the KGB. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In my head, Putin wins, but with amazing training. And and just like the whole world would watch that. Like, there's no way.
2: Of course.
0: I mean, this we're we're like moving into the idiocracy era, where I feel like <laughs> that would help shape politics and sell money and stuff. It'd be so funny if something like that were to happen. My question for you is: I guess of the the last few presidents, he would be the best physical physically capable of
2: fighting
1: (laughs) that's why okay yeah because
0: obviously Biden. yeah i was like why why is he the representative mostly and then i'm like well yeah you can go to like the last three or four and yeah obama is probably the most athletic of them
1: george bush might have been decently athletic i think i saw a men's health thing and so that one maybe would work good too like george bush also starting his own wars and being like crazy like that but i figured obama's the best athlete Okay. to maybe make it the best fight. So it wasn't so politically motivated. Right. But out of all of our recent presidents, I feel like he would win in a fight. And so. Okay.
0: Trump
1: is a Putin,
2: big
0: dude. I think Putin I, mauls Obama.
1: I know. So should I have said Trump? You think Trump has a better chance? No, of, no. How about, this? how about Putin this?
0: Let's, let's, let's follow it up with this question because I have my own answer already to it. I've thought about this. Who would you think is the toughest president in history for a fight?
1: Oh, it would be Teddy Roosevelt. Like,
0: okay. <laughs> Teddy. Okay, that's the very common answer. I have another one that I think would be close, historically. Teddy Roosevelt but,
1: was a wrestler, and he brought right. in judo and jiu guys into the White
0: House. So, okay, so w- what if it was Teddy versus Putin?
1: Yeah, okay. I just figured most people don't know who Teddy is. Like, I didn't want to go like, too fake.
0: Okay. Because part right. of me is
1: also thinking, like Hitler versus Stalin, that would be sick. Like <laughs> instead of World War II and all those people dying in Stalingrad, it would just be Hitler like versus God. Hitler versus Stalin. And just to note, there's a story about Stalin that I love that I want to like tell people. Mm-hmm. Um, they captured one of Stalin's st- sons, the Germans,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: they had him imprisoned. And his son was like a sergeant or a lieutenant, and the Germans were like. Joseph Stalin, we have your son. We'll give him back to you if you give us a few of our generals back. And Stalin responded by saying, a lieutenant is not worth as much as generals. Like he didn't even oh. care it was his son. He was just looking at it strategically. And so I thought that was kind of badass. Jeez. But I inevitably, like I figured Hitler versus Stalin, most of the people that would be listening and to us, we probably want both of them to lose. So I kind of went with more like the Obama versus Putin and it's like a little bit more modern. So I thought like, that would be cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can, you can, yeah, there's so many, I have thought about this, like in presidents and fighting, like I'm sure George Washington was tough as fuck. Right. Yeah.
1: Sure.
0: Even like Abe Lincoln, like George versus Abe would be an awesome matchup, you know, like,
1: they said he, Lincoln was a wrestler. They said he was mm-hmm. a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the former presidents, like Andrew Jackson, mm-hmm. like even though he was addicted to the Native Americans, like he like survived gunshots and like went to countless wars. Like yeah. these people are hard. And I'm assuming though, this isn't Obama and Putin just throwing down. This is like Obama knows he has to do this in his term. So for four years, he's been training. But okay. like four the greatest
0: trained Obama. U.S.
1: martial arts. And Putin's doing the same thing too.
0: Yeah, okay. I think it becomes more entertaining for that, but I don't think, I don't think that it changes the outcome at all.
1: How does the world change once Putin destroys Obama?
0: Oh, gets gosh.
1: him a fold and chokes him up. Like, does that like lower American standing in the world? Or do people realize like, whatever, Putin's strong, but I don't know. I wonder how the rest of the world looks at America. After that. All right. So right. That, was, that was my political one. And I thought okay. that would be exciting.
0: All right. In the MMA world, these were both two big heavyweight giants that never got to clash. And I think people overlook how awesome this match would have been. It is a prime Fedor versus a prime Brock Lesnar.
1: Yeah, that's on my list. Oh, I love it. I love it. Awesome. All right. Tell me why you. Yeah,
0: I love it. That is. Right, this so, this is... I look at Fedor as being the greatest heavyweight of all time in his prime, at least arguably, if not, I I think he's number one. And Brock Lesnar is the greatest physical specimen that has ever done MMA. And even though Fedor has fought like huge physical specimens, not to the pedigree of Brock Lesnar. So overcoming Brock Lesnar would be like, that's the biggest white whale there is. Mm Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. in in my head, I think Fedor does it because Fedor just happened to overcome all, all the time. (laughs) Brock is a giant and like American wrestling versus that Russian Sambo again. Like, I just think it's a, that's a giant of a giant match you can make.
1: I like that you brought up the physicality because that's half of this Mm -hmm. that Brock Lesnar is just a jacked white boy. Like as he said, like just the biggest, scariest motherfucker in the world. And Fedor has a dad bod, but it's like that Russian dad bod where you know, there's just like millions of hidden muscles. And I made that post on Instagram about Fedor where even like a sports psychologist like looked at him and studied him. And they said like, yeah, he has psychopathic tendencies. Like he never looks you in the eye until the very last second, right before he's about to fight you. And he Mm. looks at you and you're not looking at him and he's never shows any emotion. And he goes, Oh yeah, I don't show any emotion. I just get myself into a zone where I don't feel pain. And I just think this guy's trying to take my money and food off of my plate. And like, just the way plenty of fighters say that, but it's like the matrix there's not plenty of fighters that believe it once Mm. it's like in the octagon. And yet to me, that's just like the ultimate physical specimen versus one of the ultimate mental specimens when it comes to fighting. And
0: yeah, Fedor's mental game was crazy. He was like stoic face. He was always like soft spoken. Didn't say that much, very quiet, very nice, but like ferocious in the ring. Right. And like, I think what's Fedor's biggest draw is that he was so light on his feet and his striking was um, not only good, but he would whip his arms in a manner that I still haven't seen other fighters really do. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are some other Russian boxers that kind of do that thing he does, but so like movement on his feet, good at striking, but also incredible takedowns, incredible grap. Yeah, like at the highest of levels. So it would just be so interesting to see that versus Brock.
1: Plus, yeah, they're similar but different. Brock, two-time All-American wrestling champion, Mm -hmm. you know, NCAA, like, incredible wrestler, and just lunchboxes for fists that can knock anybody out. Mm -hmm. But Fedor was almost an Olympic-level Judica, and he was a Sambo world champion, but he also basically kickboxed Mirko Krokop and beat him. So, like,
0: he out grapples Nogueira and out kickboxes Crow Cop. Like he-, like he can do so much. I mean, I've seen him in grappling exhibition matches versus some of the top grapplers in the world. And all he does is just toy with them because they all know that he's better. Like it's so crazy. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah, I I'll have to pull up some videos. Just... I mean, Fedor is a big guy. So a lot of these guys are lighter than him. Mm-hmm. but you can see he's treating them almost like they're children and they know it and they understand it and they accept it
1: <laughs> I think it's also interesting we 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 did like geographically two US versus Russia oh, that's funny. you know like battles <laughs> and I had two of them too so I think that's uh, it adds to the story and I think that's part funny. of these dream matchups like what is the story behind this
2: you know?
1: mm. alright cool we're on the same page we're on the same page I'm going to do one that's half MMA, half not MMA. Okay. So there's a famous old wives tale story that's been told by Boss Rutten, where Boss Rutten was at a bar and uh, he accidentally like knocked a drink on someone. That's someone he accidentally knocked a drink on was Brian Erlacher, who was the middle linebacker for the Chicago bears, all pro, maybe will be a hall of famer. Six foot four, 260 pound monster. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And Bas Rutten apologized and said, hey, my bad, I'll buy you another drink. And Brian Urlacher was like, fuck you, basically. And Brian Urlacher kept talking shit to Bas Rutten, not knowing who Bas Rutten was, which is the king of pancreas and former UFC heavyweight champion Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: just all around hilarious, amazing dude who is friendly, right? His nickname is El Guapo, like the handsome one. Mm -hmm. And eventually, Basaruddin said, Look, if you're not going to get over this, if you want to go outside, you can go outside. And Brian Erlacher was like, Yeah. And then Brian Erlacher's football friends were like, Bro, you do not know who this is. Like, do <laughs> not. And I just wish the friends never said that. I want to see a street fight wow, between man. a jacked middle linebacker, like world class athlete, against a world class striker in Basaruddin and Fighter. And I think that would just be amazing for us to see just really how good of athletes all these people are
0: yes yes i mean i would love that fight to happen but i wouldn't love that fight for like to see how that transpired i think i think we all really know how that would end up but it would feel like justice to the story to the situation yeah he was a dick you can tell brian Uh earlacker has
1: been a bully to a lot of people and just wants Mm -hmm. to bully like Dude, you're in a bar. Somebody steals a drink and they offer you to buy a bar, like buy you a drink back. Just accept it. And
0: Yeah, you mess with the wrong guy, man. Yeah.
1: should have been taught a lesson. And (laughs) truthfully, though, if it is a bar fight, though, or if it is a street fight, if Brian Erlacher spears you to the ground... No,
0: no. So, I mean boss Rutan has been like a security specialist a yeah. bar bouncer like he's talked about the brawls he's been into where he's broken beer bottles and used them and stuff like he's i think he's well equipped for a street fight especially against a football player yeah but
1: that's why it's perfect though i don't know i, I still want to just see brian urlacic get his ass
0: beat like yeah. i
1: think it's like one of those things where it's like this big-ass bully versus this cool-ass martial artist you know mm-hmm. it's just like Fuck the Bears, like, and fuck you. Like, you know, like, it would be so. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It would just, I want to see that. I want to see more, like, you had like an intergender match. Like, I want to see, like, some of these athletes compete against each other in different sports.
0: Yeah. That, would be, fun. that <laughs> would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great one. That's a great pick. I love, I love that story. I wasn't keen on that story until this. So, yeah. All right. I'm going to kind of segue off that because I have a match that is they're both kind of fighters but not in the same sport okay and not in the same era too so i did have to borrow but i think historically this would be really cool okay it would be, it would be bruce lee versus floyd mayweather that's sick because they're very similar in size they're both like super well respected but like un- like i would just do like mma rules so it's kind of like not both of their things but kind of. Yeah. And I would just love to know who would win that. Like, is Bruce legit? Is his well-roundedness going to beat Floyd? Or is Floyd is Floyd up to speed with Bruce too? Because they both had crazy speed in their prime. I just think it would be so exciting.
1: Both geniuses in yes. the fight game. Mm-hmm. Both also extremely entertaining when it comes to fighting, but still want to win at all costs. Yep. But we'll make, we'll make it entertaining for the people that watch it.
2: Y-
0: yeah, and they're undeniably two masters. Masters. Mm-hmm. All-time
1: legends. They would both respect the fuck out of each other. Yeah. They're both yeah. so philosophical. I just feel like Bruce would have more weapons at his disposal, right? Like his feet, his knees, his elbows.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But Mayweather like,
1: has the more modern technology behind Dude, him.
0: Mayweather's head movement, his defense, you're like, oh, maybe Bruce can't, like, hit him that well. Like, I'm not – I don't envision Bruce taking him down either. So you're like, this is all striking.
1: Unless he wanted to take him down if he was thinking about
0: it. It's just unknown if Bruce can take someone down. I mean, yeah, it would just be so – that's, again, a dream fight for me. I love that fight it's a little it it
1: reminds me a little bit of uh once upon a time in hollywood quentin tarantino's movie where he had Mm -hmm. bruce lee fighting uh the stunt man which is i think based on like some mythology or it didn't really happen but okay i would love to see that
0: yeah you find out like how legit each yeah i don't know just the legitimacy of the other whoever wins will just be insane
1: Mayweather would never shut up. That would sell you 3 million pay-per-view. That yeah. would sell, actually, that would be the greatest selling pay-per-view of all time
0: because all of China would buy it.
1: Like, yeah, the whole I, world.
0: The whole world. Everyone, everyone in the world knows one of them, if not both. Michael Jordan type of, like, famous.
1: Maybe Obama, Putin beats it in pay-per-view numbers. But I don't know, it's maybe. close.
0: But China has so
1: many more people that, like, I feel like no, like they're gonna watch it. That's such a great fight. You're better at this than me. I like this one. All right, all right. I have another one that's like also street related. Okay. And and this is also a little Hollywood related. Okay. I'm tired of people saying. I feel like when you watch all these like serial killer type shows, Mm. you'll always see they were almost caught, or somebody was like, I thought this person was a prick and it's like we should have done something you know <laughs> like when you, mm. when you thought. and so there was always like a famous story that went around that Harvey Weinstein like tried to fuck like Quinnet Paltrow
0: you oh, know yeah. and yeah
1: and Harvey Weinstein's like this big fucking ogre like you know like but when he tried to fuck Quinnetth Paltrow and most people didn't fuck with Harvey Weinstein because they could he could control their career apparently she told Brad Pitt who she was dating at the time and Brad Pitt went to Harvey Weinstein and was like when you fuck with Gwyneth Paltrow, I'll beat the fuck out of you. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, you should have beat the fuck out of him back then. Would that have changed him? You know what I mean? Like, would that have changed the
0: history of Hollywood? Yeah, but, if- but maybe Brad didn't know that he was doing that to like everybody. He just like, but- oh, that's Gwyneth. That's all yeah, I know for so sure. He
2: yeah, still I, did it
0: to your girlfriend. It's, that's still and, worthy, yeah. And
1: they're all still talking shit. It's yeah. Hollywood, it's all gossip. So you kind of have an idea, and I'm not saying kill the man, but you should have fucking fought him. Right. And I I like the skinny guy versus the big guy. And, mm-hmm. and you know, like Brad Pitt was Tyler Durden. He was uh-huh. also the gypsy boxer and snatch. Uh-huh. And so I look at Harvey Weinstein like this kingpin fucker, you know? And they said Harvey Weinstein also always had like security guards that were in like Mossad, like these like Israeli spy
2: mm. Krabb
1: Magad dudes. And so I'm imagining, like, a trained Harvey Weinstein scumbag (laughs) versus, like, Tyler Durden, Brad Pitt, and I want to see that fight. I would love to watch
2: that fight.
0: (laughs) You're thinking, like, both are training for this moment and stuff. Like, if that fight were to transpire, it would probably just be really ugly. Justified and worthy watching, but not.
1: (laughs) I know, but like you said, in in my dream mind, they're both. Everybody works out a little bit so maybe they're not like training so hard for each other per se
0: yeah
2: i just don't think it
0: turns out into the cinematic like brad pitt fight club or snatch that you might be thinking would come out well good great act
2: like
1: a fighter bro you know (laughs) yeah but
0: okay here's what i mean i think harvey just beats him up you think so yeah
2: what do we know about brad pitt
0: outside of he's good looking and he's a good actor He's in good shape. Okay, Harvey seems big. like a fat
2: piece of shit. Harvey's you know?
0: big, and he's you big. obviously know he has no line. Like he's willing to go pretty low places. See, this is what makes it a good fight, though.
2: We don't know anything <laughs>
1: about these people, and you're like, we're like diving into their psychology. Like, yeah, Harvey's a rapist, so that must give him some sort of like rapey edge in terms of
0: like evilness. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If this is just a fight, like, Harvey's gonna bite him and shit. Like, he doesn't, I don't give he gives a fuck.
1: Yeah, but I feel like Brad Pitt is acted like, a fighter
0: long <laughs> enough. Be a uh, decent fighter. You see him so cool. He's gotta be
1: quicker, that. faster, yeah. smart. I could just see him, like, pretending to be a good fighter, but being so good at pretending, like, he turns into a good
0: fighter. <laughs> he beat up Bruce Lee, so, you know. Yeah, he beat up Bruce Lee, exactly. Yeah.
1: There's, like, there's a lot of, I brought him up in Troy, too. Yeah, Troy, he was Achilles. He's like the greatest warriors. He
0: plays these fighters so well, but... Oh, fun
1: Brad Pitt story, too. Another fight that almost happened, but not a dream matchup. When Brad Pitt was up and coming and, like, becoming a famous actor, he went on a date, supposedly, with Robin Givens, who Mm -hmm. was dating Mike Tyson at the time.
2: Mm.
1: And Mike Tyson supposedly, like, caught them and, like, opened the door and Brad Pitt was like, oh, my God, please don't do anything and,
2: like,
1: yeah. ran away. But that's Mike Tyson. Everybody's oh, scared wow. of Mike Tyson. Yeah. But but I just feel like this would be a great fight. It's one of my dream matchups. I feel like every girl in the world would want to watch it, too. Like, this would be, like, one of those, like, tabloid fights. It would be sick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That, that's good. All right, okay. so I have
1: another fifth one.
0: It's a fight that already happened twice. But oh, wow. I, I want I want
1: to have a stipulation with it. Oh, oh okay. So, so it's BJ Penn versus George St. Pierre. Okay. But BJ Penn, the second time he fought George St. Pierre, did not have the trainers, the Marinovich trainers that he had, gotcha. like Marinovich yes. brothers, mm-hmm. that made him in the best shape possible. And BJ it's Penn true. hated training with them because he was like, I hated my life. But he was also the greatest fighter at that moment. Yeah. And I feel like if he trained with those guys before he fought George St. Pierre,
2: Mm, there's like
1: a 15% chance, better chance he wins. And then he could retire as the greatest ever, the way Khabib does. And as a fan of BJ Penn, like, I wish I could just see like a truly motivated, I know it's a meme motivated Penn, but like a really motivated Penn with those trainers versus St. Pierre would have been like, to me.
0: Uh, Isn't that that. funny? So I agree with you that that would have, potentially change the whole landscape of the greatest ever. I don't think BJ would have stopped after that though. I mean, I think he still might have ended up how he is now. Yeah. But that definitely takes away from the George St. Pierre greatness if BJ were to beat him.
1: The, the first fight, if you look at the end of the fight, St. Pierre looked fucked up and went to the hospital and Penn had nothing on his face.
0: Right. Yep.
1: And it was a split decision it was, yeah, like, thought- the closest that St. Pierre came to losing since, mm-hmm. like, Johnny Hendricks. Like, that
0: was... Right. Yeah. Well, I think Johnny and BJ won those fights. Yeah,
1: that's my that's my dream, dream fight.
0: Oh, um... I-, I don't know how this one isn't more obvious, but a prime Anderson Silva versus a prime John Jones.
1: Yeah, see, I see John Jones just taking him down and beating up Anderson.
0: Anderson's decent ground game. I know, but not...
1: As good as John Jones' ground game, I get I get what you're saying, but
0: submitted channel. Do you know what I mean? Like he's but got John miracles. Jones is way
1: better than channel,
0: it's not even close. All I'm saying is that fight is very interesting, and I still think it's very close.
1: I'm watching that fight, I don't think it's close. I think
0: John Jones, if he oh. wanted to,
1: prime John Jones pounds out Silva the same way he did Shogun. Oh. It's like it won't even be close. Shogun Silva, I would have loved to watch. That
0: would have been great too. But I I think Silva gets a little bit more out of Jones than I think you're you're thinking. Maybe.
1: I just don't see – I just see Silva as somebody that had terrible takedown defense.
0: And I I think he just gets taken down.
1: If he wanted to that way, like, it wouldn't be
0: close. Mm. I don't think he had awful takedown defense. But, yes, he doesn't have, like, stellar – I mean, Travis Luter took him down, you know?
1: Like, I feel like people took him down.
0: Yeah, but uh, Anderson Silva was one of the first people to use, like, the switch, which is, like, a common wrestling reversal. Yeah, like, he was one of the first people that I had seen to do that on, like, that big of a stage in UFC. So, like, he wasn't exactly a slouch either.
1: No, I'm just, he's going against the greatest ever right now. As much as I hate John Jones, I feel like John Jones has the claim of,
0: the greatest ever and bigger. Yeah, yeah, but we're also looking at like the greatest Anderson Silva. Just think about this. Replay Anderson Silva's highlight reel and then play John Jones. And then decide, oh, okay. Maybe this is closer. Think if, about yeah, it that if, way.
1: If it is highlight a highlight, because that just means one silva jab
0: changes the
1: game, like on John Jones, is one silva jab.
0: Silva's head movement Silva like just his total tools even though john jones has a lot of tools i'm saying like silva's striking tools still it's not a huge like eclipse or shadowing of john but he does have an advantage
1: See, I, I believe though john wins eight out of ten times
0: i think he dominates maybe uh, i wouldn't go that high I'm, I'm gonna say six out of ten maybe seven
1: all right so we're close
0: yeah, but Anderson got than a great shot. Either. Like, Anderson can win that. He that's all. I, I, I would want to see that.
1: All right, that's fair. That's fair.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I Oh, another dream fight. Dana was supposed to fight Tito Ortiz. Oh, yeah, that'd been that would be great. That would have been nice. too Because Dana is fucking jacked. Like, he, yeah. he's, he's a big dude. He's also, like, got that kingpin fucking vibe going, <laughs> you know?
2: Like,
1: like Weinstein, like, just his bald head. And if he did outbox Tito, that would be hilarious.
0: Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised that never happened, man. Yeah, that would have been great. All right. So obviously, like, Khabib versus Tony is probably, like, the most recent put off. Like, that, that's a common one. All right. I was also thinking a Prime Fedor versus a Prime Cain Velasquez. Yes. That would have been a great fight. Like, technically, like, yeah, it leaves me wondering.
1: Fedor versus the UFC roster yeah they're all like it's just like oh he's so good and also this total martial artist and fear and i love the humble fighters that don't say shit but that are scary
0: yeah yeah Um, (sighs) i also thought they should have made this match there was always this rivalry but they like never did it 10 shamrock versus frank shamrock there was a rivalry between them they like this never got along apparently
1: that is such a cool fight two legends like brotherly love but also brotherly animosity like
0: yeah but be also they're not really brothers but they but they grew up together yeah yeah just,
1: no but in that they sense, are brothers to kind of, me
0: but yeah mm-hmm. yeah you
1: got the same last name same dad pretty, no i mean that's amazing that's a great dream matchup
0: same styles both ufc champions like yeah that'd be insane People don't bring up Frank Shamrock, undefeated in the UFC. Really? Never lost, champion, and dominated because he was actually the first true mixed martial artist.
1: Yeah, I read that. People are saying he's the first one that really melted
0: everything together. His name never gets mentioned with greatest of all time. If you're comparing everyone to their era, Frank takes the cake. It's cause they probably saw him get beat up by Nick Diaz and so like it's just yeah like, how old was he man i mean no on. but that's the
1: thing we don't
0: i know we don't I go know. deep
1: into things and then it's just like yeah. modern generation will always be like oh well these were better than the people in the past and in some mm-hmm. ways they're right but in some ways they're wrong like for example in baseball like i don't get how pitchers are always getting hurt and they pitch like six and a half innings and right. yeah like these pitchers like
0: that's 80 I mean, years yeah.
1: ago we're throwing 400 innings and in, like Non stop, like three man rotations. Like,
0: yeah, Sae Young has more losses, he has more wins than losses, but he also has more losses than people just have like games played. Yeah, it, and w- yeah, was insane. their elbows
1: better or like what were they doing? Those different stuff, yeah, that's it's interesting,
0: but insane, yeah, we're
1: yeah. just always the modern era people are gonna get lost, and now that we're like in our 30s, I think we're beginning to understand that too because. Mm-hmm. We're like, we're right at that age where we're like, no, we're still young and we see what's going on. You, you missed those people 15 years ago and you were just six at the time. You don't remember. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, Frank
0: leaves the UFC as, I think it was the light heavyweight champion. I think that's what it was. It became the middleweight championship, I believe. Whatever it was, he left as champion. It was bitter. And, like, they just kind of never mentioned his name in the UFC. Kind of erased him from people's memories. Mm-hmm. but. Undefeated, like what a string of wins and dominating, like knocking people out with slams, submitting people, knocking them out on the feet. He was all around. That's
1: awesome. That's a great.
0: That's a great yeah. And then fight. just having him versus Ken, who was like one of the okay. early UFC winners, still had a UFC career even in like the modern era or more modern. Yeah, I just yeah. Ken would be a lot more famous if his fight with
1: Kimbo Slice actually went down. Yep. Like, they were supposed to fight on CBS. There's going to be huge people viewing. This was at the height of Kimbo's fame. And then they go, oh, you have a cut, Ken. You can't fight that night. Yeah. And some guy, Seth Petrozelli, who mm-hmm, weighed 30 pounds less than Kimbo, knocked Kimbo out with a quick jab. If Ken Shamrock knocked Kimbo out with that quick jab, Ken Shamrock's name would be yep. so much bigger right now. I think his even name though it's like pretty
0: nothing. huge, dude. Most people know Ken Shamrock because, like, he was also Andrew. in WWE. You know, yeah, like true. That, He was that, also really wrestler. Nice. Too. Yeah. I
1: just feel like the Kimbo thing would have been the final cherry on top.
0: Uh, I would have
1: been yeah. like, oh, he beat that ultimate street fighter. He could go out now,
0: like dude. There's a, there's a lot of what if scenarios. I mean, I said this when it happened. Rich Franklin started his career kind of by beating Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock mm-hmm. like slipped on a high kick. If he doesn't slip on that high kick maybe Frank, like Ken Shamrock wins and maybe Rich Franklin doesn't become champion. Like there's so many things that would have just like altered the history of MMA. That is so, such so small moments, but pivotal. Uh, there's a great quote by Ken Shamrock
1: that I wanted to read. So James Tony, the legendary boxer and Ken Shamrock are at a press conference, like they were about to fight or they're supposed to fight. Mm-hmm. And James Tony was like, like yo, you're fucking gay. Like, you know, cuz you're wrestling mm-hmm. and Ken Shamrock goes, "You better hope I'm not gay." Just basically being like <laughs> I'm <can't laughs> probably you and rape you if I want to. So mm-hmm. I thought that was just so like that would have went over I think most people's heads a little bit, but like mm-hmm. it was
0: just such like a dark rape joke. You know? And and
1: Usaman does that sometimes
0: like crap. That's crazy cuz but... cuz both both statements today don't fly yeah <laughs> is that both- so crazy like they both went over the line today's standards and that was just yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, they both went over the line but
1: it, like ken shymark was actually quite progressive in that statement being like you better yeah. hope i'm not-. like it's like so he didn't go no no i'm not gay like i've never be gay he's like you better hope i'm not gay right. which is like <laughs> so much more intimidating and badass like I thought that was like, the coolest line. Right,
0: That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he's right. I think he's right though. He's hundred percent right. Yeah. Justin there's a line from the
1: office you know when Dwight like takes over like this cycling uh, class. And the instructor is like, no, this is my class. He goes, you he's like, you lost your chance. And then yeah. Dwight, goes, Dwight goes, if they catch us, they will rape us, Pedal fast. Yeah. <laughs> just like And uh, just to stick on this theme, Justin Gage, he said the same thing where he's like, one man could take you down, two men could rape you. So he's like, I never let anybody <laughs> take me down. And then Khabib took him down just
0: it's so amazing (laughs) i'm surprised it hasn't been like a huge meme uh it was a little bit oh was okay yeah because i like the the gaiji crying thing is coming back again gaiji Uh, tends to say these dumb things sometimes i love it
1: you know it's dumb but look martial arts right the word comes from like mars like god of war like evil shit happens in war and i i think that Justin Gage is thinking of the worst possible scenario. Like my yeah. old coach, like Joseph Capizzi, would sometimes say, like, Yo, don't let somebody choke you out. There's some sick motherfuckers out there. And yeah. I always knew what he was talking about a little bit. I was like, Yo, is he talking about that? Yeah, like, you
0: know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, Yo,
1: don't get choked out. Like, train hard, get tough stuff. uh
0: Here's one that I I, I I thought about. BJ Penn versus Shinya Aoki. Amazing fight. Prime. That was so yeah. sick
1: shinya Aoki. did you see the recent meme between him and sage Northcutt? yes right so for the people that didn't listen sage is like he looks like the karate kid like such like a, a sweet fucking white boy you know like just like a good kid and like he doesn't even curse he says like shucks and things like that and yeah he's basically like yeah Shinya Aoki like I hope you get better like I look forward to fighting you I respect you as a fighter and Shinya Aoki wrote something in Japanese and then the Google translated it to eat shit and it was just like (laughs) (laughs) he's such a heel and BJ Penn's like a street fighter like that's a great
0: yeah it is so weird that Shinya Aoki who's Japanese and the Japanese are known for being so like respectful very, like, mild-mannered. Shinya Aoki is such a bad guy. Like, he's going he's gonna to try to break your arm. He's not trying to submit you. Like, he's trying to break your arm, you know?
1: He's, he's the last guy I'd ever want to fight because he would purposely break your arms. It's like yeah. the last... It's like in Oz. I don't know if people watch Oz, but there's a guy that knew jujitsu that just broke this guy's arms. And it was, mm-hmm.
0: like, disgusting. Yeah. Shinya's broke a, a lot of opponents before, yeah. And, oh. like, unnecessarily, I would say yeah
1: prime pen i don't think gets tapped this pen got tapped by ryan hall
0: right right what i'm saying like prime aoki prime pen would be exciting that would have gotten me so much out of my seat paying money to like watch that yeah
1: oh that is a great fight what else I, I I, we're, we're picking similar people both okay. on bj both on brock and fedor
0: here's another legends sakuraba versus hicks and gracie They argue that Hickson was the best. He's the Gracie Hunter. Never happened. That should have happened. Yeah.
1: I want to see Hickson versus like Fedor too. I want to see Hickson versus the best. Now that you brought up Hickson, Mm -hmm. yeah. Like we need to really see how great is Hickson.
0: Just think like if Hickson beats Sakuraba, that's the end, right? Like he redeems the Gracies. The Gracies become like if Sakuraba beats Hickson, That's it. It is like Gracies get buried. Yeah. Like the implications of that fight is huge in the world of like martial arts and where the respect goes, what country gets it, like everything. It's nuts.
1: And now I'm just envisioning all these Hicks and Gracie fights. You know, like all the stories are he was by far the greatest. They didn't want him to be in UFC one. Because he's bigger than Hoist and he would have won too easily. Where they wanted to show that like anybody could win. So it's like, let's give them Hoist, who looks like a more of an everyman, Mm -hmm. where Hickson just looked like a specimen too. Yeah, man. That's a, that's a, so many dream fights could be made with just him, him and Fedor on the ground, just a grappling match. I wanna see more of these old guys just grapple a little. Like, that'd be fun, too. Like, don't get the CTE. Yes,
0: yeah, just... Sakuraba's doing it. And, and that's one of the more reasons to love Sakuraba. He's still grappling competitively.
1: Yeah, I was reading some articles about BJ Penn, but they were older articles. But he talked about, yeah, maybe when he was done, he'd like to grapple. I'd love to see him, like, mm. grapple with that, you know, try to mm. get good again. Uh, yeah, that'd be amazing. That's a great, that's another great
0: matchup uh here's some other ones that this one these ones could potentially still happen I really would love to see Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz I already talked about Jake Paul versus Clarissa Shields but Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz has a possibility
1: yeah or Jake Paul versus Nick Diaz either or I think I'd like to see Nick more just Nick's a little bit bigger like that'd be fun see that's
0: why I want to see Nate is because Nick is bigger yeah I get what you're saying Nate can still complete his sentences a little better,
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, fair. If you're looking out for Nick, then I then I'm, then I'm by your side,
0: yeah, like like se- sell out this whole fight too, like the promos are going to be better if it's Nate over Nick now, Prime Nick just... prime Nick different,
1: yeah, and I'd like to see Nick get some more respect with the new group, and so if they see like what he does to like Jay Paul that would be kind of fun, to
0: yeah see. Yeah, I think um, another one is Gordon Ryan versus Andre Galvao. We've talked about this, that slap, or at least uh, Russ brought it up. They should fight. They should
1: definitely fight. I would love to see. Okay, new dream matchup for me. Okay. Gordon Gordon Ryan versus Damien
0: Maya in MMA. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Right, because it would be mostly
1: grappling, still like Ben Askren. We'd see a little bit of both.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Damien Maya is just the god of MMA jujitsu.
2: Yes. There's no Damian
0: Maya now or Prime Damian Maya? Because those are kind of different now, too.
1: No, it's got to be
2: prime. For these three matchups, you have to like have them
1: at their best.
2: Okay.
0: And
1: yeah, Prime Damian Maya was the first jiu-jitsu guy, I think, that really focused on wrestling. Yeah. Or so he was able to take everybody down. There's a lot of jujitsu people that didn't passionately wrestle. I feel like Maya became passionate about it and was like. I'm gonna be a really good wrestler, and then he did. He took down like Chael Sonnen, like you know, he took down like wrestlers.
0: Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Uh, Maya's good,
1: man. He had Usman's back.
0: Yeah, no one's really talking about this, and it won't really happen. But I mean, it could happen. Kamara Usman versus Israel Adesanya.
1: Yeah, that's also a great fight. Yeah, yeah. I'm more intrigued by the Khabib Usman, but yes. Usman Israel. Is also fantastic. Yep. There'd also be like some Nigerian bad blood behind that, like you know, like African yeah. Civil War.
0: Like, holy shit, we're like the two
1: best from right yeah. there.
0: That's why I think they yeah. won't fight because they're like Nigeria, we are best friends because <laughs> yeah. that's it. We don't know each other, but yes. Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: Champion on champions always good,
1: but right now yeah. in the UFC, there's nothing more exciting to me than. and
0: potentially john jones yes all right so let's go i have some boxing ones and stuff too see what your thoughts are so in boxing i was thinking of like greatest technicians defense and stuff so defense i always think of like pernell whitaker Versus, and then this would be my dream matchup with sugar ray robinson he's arguably the greatest boxer ever so like that would just be like a masterclass match. I also would love to see the heavyweight matchup of George Foreman versus Mike Tyson, two of the strongest hitting guys ever. In their prime, right, George?
2: Thousands.
0: Yeah, I think George's cross block type defense, his length, his size would be annoying for Tyson. But Tyson was always good at getting inside. So it just, they both have crazy power. One's going down. It, yeah, that would be an earthquake. Ass- Yeah, earthquake matchup. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Now, here's some sports matchups, too. I'm just going to throw these out there. These are back in the day, though. But, like, these are, like, our day, like, feuds. Uh, This one was on the same team, Barry Bonds versus Jeff Kent. And they actually fought in the dugout once. Same team? Yeah, a little bit. And I'm like, damn, they should have let that one go. They hated each other. And I would have loved to have seen them fight. I would have loved to see Piazza versus Clemens. That okay, was yeah, huge. Yeah, that was I can't believe that escaped my mind. That's another huge one.
1: Oh, I would love to see Piazza. I hate Clemens. And if Piazza like busted out Clemens, like I wish he charged the mound, but it was the World Series. He couldn't fight him. Like then he's out of the world series. Oh, that was you
0: know, I, I would have loved to seen Pedro Martinez versus any Yankee. Yeah, Pedro was so skinny, such a small guy. But he was so defiant and so mean that he'll he'll stand his ground. Like, even yeah. though, yeah, he's not, like, huge or anything, he was just so nasty. I fucking love Pedro
1: Martinez. Me too, yeah.
0: Such a badass. <laughs> Those are the things I think of. But, yeah, Piazza Clemens was definitely the one that should have happened.
1: Baseball brawls like a legit baseball brawl is so fun to watch yeah and i hate i hate that they're like there's always like oh this is like hurting the sport and i get like we shouldn't be promoting fighting like maybe like hockey
0: i think they say- rely on that cr- crutch you know like they just say that because they're like oh what are we going to call this fight now like then we'll look bad we have to say that
1: yeah but then it's also should be number one on espn and it should be like number one on Sports right. Center. Because th- I go on YouTube and I go baseball girls, I want to see this. Like who didn't yep. want? Like it's so like it's huge field.
0: Yeah, I love that. that. That's just so funny about like what we do. Like we're always gonna Google, we're gonna watch it. Even if the person that doesn't like bouncing, I'm like, oh shit, they fought and then they look. And yet, no, the first thing you have to say is like you have to look down on it. But inside everyone's mind, they wanna see it though. That's what's so weird about It's like, we can't publicly just say, oh no, like I want to see that. Oh yeah, let them fight.
1: So this is a good, like, I guess like analogy or like for like the world.
0: The car crash, what we talked about. It's like,
1: why do we look at these car crashes?
0: Humans like to condition this, like humanity is above violence. And so when something violent happens in any sport, they're like, oh, it's tarnishing the sport. It's doing this thing. And yet there's this part of your nature that still wants to see it. You know what I mean? I would just say like, that's the clearest case of like, yeah, violence is part of humanity in that instance. You're drawn to it, you're drawn Uh, to it. I don't care if you don't wanna partake into it, you'll watch it. Yes. You're not gonna turn the TV off if there's a baseball brawl. You're not gonna turn the TV off with that Ron Artest thing. You're not gonna turn the TV off when, when Khabib gets out of the cage and starts, right? No, you're glued even more. Yes, the like more when Khabib did that, ones. I didn't
1: like it, but I, yeah, I can't not watch it. The
0: more eyeballs get on it. Even the people that were maybe on their phones and not really interested in MMA—that happens at the end of the fight—they're all of a sudden what? Yeah, drawn to it. It's part of humanity, and it gets me crazy when people like it tarnishes the sport. Get out of here. We know it's not part of the sport. It's not in the rules. We we know that already. still want to watch this you all want to watch it stop pretending you don't
1: it's what we said it's like the pornography of fighting like uh that sublime song like fucking and fighting it's all the same thing get over it it's okay it's okay exactly yeah there's a human part of it and so it's like yeah we want to see and it's not like yo we want to just see people lose and get beat i think it's like we want to see what will happen it's curiosity like you yeah, know like 100%. it's not like oh I want to see pain it's like you know who's gonna win how like how does that look what like what is gonna happen like that curiosity is like what drives us
2: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. but I, I mean I think the Khabib versus Connor thing is, is a good like look at it because everyone's girlfriend would probably be like kind of halfway paying attention to the fight, even though it's a
2: huge
0: fight, right? They're not watching every second of the fight. You know, the end of a round comes on, maybe they're on their phone, the start of the round, they miss the first 30 seconds or so. They're not really, you know, they're in and out. But afterwards, every single person was more in at the end than they were during it. And that's my greatest case for like, this is what I mean is like, fights transcend sport no matter what it is the fight is more important and they're like oh it takes away from the sport i'm like yeah because it's greater than the sport
1: fighting is the ultimate sport
0: yeah remember that nba brawl that was like number one for the whole week on highlights the nba brawl with ron artest remember all that that was the greatest brawl ever (laughs) right like again it's this is what i mean like let's not look i'm not saying everyone should fight each other over every little thing but when a fight transpires i don't think we need to pretend we don't want to see it i understand trying to break it up i understand not trying to like let it get to a level in which it could be super dangerous for others and stuff but let's not say those things like this is a shame this, like, no, no no this is not looking down on anything yeah, I just don't like those things.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget that Ron Artest, Stephen Jackson brawl. And right. All these like
0: yeah. regular now tell average me. Jokes, Tell me, thinking. Can, can you really recall like Ron Artest's best single game performance? No, yeah, you great. can recall that brawl.
1: Dude, I could see that punch in my head. And all yeah. these regular dudes are now face-to-face with world-class athletes uh-huh. <laughs> just like holy shit like this is <laughs> this is a battle uh yeah i love that I- i'm all about
0: yeah like, i think it helps, we need to have sports in that instance like it-, it creates more rivalries more bitterness right like you were saying like the piazza clemens i'm like that rivalry was so big that just added to the feud that, that mm-hmm. new york battle you know that's huge and to-
1: Two Hall of Fame worthy people, like, you know, like that are competing already, pitching and hitting. Now it's just like
0: the intimidation. That's part of their legacy, not a knock on their legacy, right?
1: But look, Robin Ventura went after Nolan Ryan. Like, he charged the mound. Mm. And Nolan Ryan, I think, got him in a headlock and punched him like 15 times. (laughs) And it became like so embarrassing for Robin Ventura, like a little bit. So, I think that's also why we see less of it. Because people are like, Yo, I can't embarrass
0: myself. Yeah, no, I get that. That's an individual choice. I don't think like collectively as society, we have to be like, oh, we shouldn't be doing this. This is beneath humans. This is not what, this is for animals. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, we're, no, we're not above that. Yeah. No, you can, you can
1: learn things from violence. I, I don't know if I mentioned it in the podcast, but I was like playing football like in the snow when I was young, maybe like fifth grade or something. And we were playing like a little lot where there's like chains and like little chain fences. And this kid like pushed me late out of bounds and I almost like fucked up my knee. But maybe he was in second grade or third. He was younger, than much younger than me, So I kind of smacked him. But then his brother grabbed me, like immediately after his brother was also bigger, like maybe seventh grade. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, if you hit my little brother again, I will fuck you up. And I remember being, like, scared, but also being like, okay. <laughs> you <know what> <laughs> like, I, I never, like, I, that taught me a lesson. Like, you know, don't hit littler kids, maybe, you know? Right, and I right, feel like, right. like, yeah, maybe that made me a better He didn't beat the fuck out of me, you know? Like, he yeah. intimidated me enough where I learned the lesson. And that's kind of why I said like the Brad Pitt and Harvey Weinstein, but like do a little, like sometimes it's good to be a little bit
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: aggressive with some people. Don't go over the top, but we're human, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. Like killing is bad. Sure. But if violence doesn't lead to killing or like permanent injury, how bad is it? Yeah, I mean,
1: I could see like you know, some people get bullied though, in, like
0: a yeah, so yeah, long. I'm not actually gonna walk up to a stranger and punch them in the face, right? Like I'm talking about like two willing parties, no one's gonna get seriously injured. And okay, yeah, maybe you make the argument, oh, that can't be guaranteed. I get it, the two parties are willing, right? You know. Yeah, it's like it's like when
1: people are saying with driverless cars, people are like, yo, it's not that safe. Like two people died. And I'm like, but you don't hear about all the people that drive safely and you don't hear about all the people that are also dying just driving their cars, you know? So I feel like it's probably equal like you getting into a fist fight and you driving a car. Like, you know what I mean? Like the odds of like a super, super accident are probably like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) So I feel like we should fight more. Who cares, you know? Like be more challenging to each other and engage.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm with it.
1: Um, I, hope, uh, I hope the listeners like these dream matchups because I feel like, I know we talk a lot about MMA, but I feel like a lot about fighting is also just real life stuff. And so I wanted to like imagine these real life people engaging in battle too and seeing what those like real life impact could potentially be. And uh, yeah, I just hope more and more people start training because also like my personal dream matchup might be like some kid that bullied me in seventh grade and I got to, like to beat the fuck out of him or, right. you know, like we all have like some people that we just don't totally like, and I feel like sometimes that's good motivation for training, you know, like to kind of be inspired, like, yo, let me work out. Like, let me be a little bit healthier, stronger than this potential
0: person. I don't know yeah. if that
1: makes me weird or not, but I like thinking. No,
2: like I
0: think something. a lot of people would replay their lives. they like, you know, the people that may have bullied them or the people that maybe just hindered them from getting to a certain target or whatever that is, they would like to be able to replay that scenario differently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And having training prior to that point might've changed things. Right. And I think people, if they think like, oh, are you never going to get into a situation like that again? Are you never going to be bullied or taken advantage of again for the rest of your life? Unlikely. So you should probably train now for that moment.
1: Yeah. And when you said might have changed, no, like anybody that trains for at least a year, you're a different person a little bit, like not Mm -hmm. different in the sense that like now you've mastered everything, but you've just learned a new skill. It's like learning a new language. And you're like, oh, wow, I speak a new language now and I'm good at it. And it's made me a better person in so many of these things. And it's just like, yeah, man, learn a new language. It's like so good, you know, Mm -hmm. like just... Just do it, you make more friends, like you develop this skill. They asked that guy, Jocko, you know, like the Navy SEAL that's always on, uh, Joe Rogan and-
2: former boss of mine.
1: Really? I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, he's one of my bosses at Victory. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay,
1: well, yeah, this is perfect. like somebody asked him like about superpowers and he was like, yo, I feel like jujitsu is a superpower. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it helps small people defeat big people. Like you learn these things and you learn these tools and you almost never forget them. And mm-hmm. yeah, I just love that he said that that way. Like, yeah, superpower, it's like a real life superpower. And you yeah, know give you a little bit of extra confidence. And so, yeah, I, I love more people to imagine themselves like in these potential scenarios. And it's like, would you rather have that superpower yeah. or not? And literally one year going twice or three times a week, you get like a little bit of that superpower. Like, why wouldn't you do that?
0: Yeah. Uh, I, the one thing I like about Jocko, uh, most thing I like about Jocko is um, he's known for like having like this crazy mindset of like just conquering, you know, like, and uh, jujitsu is a big part of that. And and I think he is a great ambassador for jujitsu and fighting in general. Yes. Yeah, so I'm happy to have known Jocko and that he has that agenda yeah um,
1: joe, Oh, joe rogan versus wesley snipes would have been a good one
0: <laughs> uh, yeah i would like to see joe rogan versus a few people actually i think uh joe rogan is an interesting personality but also martial artist too so i think he has like a lot of interesting matchups with like maybe just like tough guys that aren't fighters and I'm like ah oh, joe could probably kick your ass you know a lot of people's asses so. yeah
1: all right, all right. Yeah, th- I think these are great dream matchups. I love discussing these dream matchups, like hypotheticals who would win and how. And and if they were bigger, they really could change history. You know what I mean? Yeah, in some ways, like for if sure. stuff like that literally did happen, like the old days of Troy, our best versus your best, like what would the world be like, you know? Like
2: so crazy.
0: Yeah. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the Philosophy of Fighting podcast. If you have any questions, suggestions, or if you would like to fight us, send us a DM on Instagram at philosophy fighting.